Hi, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Positive Proof Podcast. I am your host, Parmas Najmi, and I am so glad that you're here. This is going to be your go-to podcast for all things self-improvement, mindset, and wellness. So if you do want to listen to more episodes like this one, go ahead and hit that follow button to join the family. If you don't know who I am, hi, it's so nice to meet you. Before I decided to start this podcast, I was making videos on TikTok and recently started a YouTube channel to expand my reach and just share more of what I love, which is pretty much all the positive things that I am doing to become the best version of myself. Hence the name of this podcast, Positive Proof. I hope it's easy to remember and not a tongue twister, (laughs) but I do want to point out that nobody is perfect and I'm very much still on my personal growth journey. So this podcast is aimed to share my experiences and the things that have helped me get to where I am today. And I also think podcasts are just such a great way to sit down to chat with you guys in the most real, raw and authentic way possible. So that is exactly what I'm hoping to achieve. But without further ado, let's get into today's episode. We are going to be talking about how to begin your personal growth journey. Now, I want you to take out a paper and pen or even mentally jot down the steps I'm going to be diving into. First one being the desire to evolve. If you have no interest in improving your life and becoming the best version of yourself, then you simply won't be able to embark on this journey because I'll be honest, some of the things that you will have to do to experience that growth within you is going to be uncomfortable. And the only thing pushing you forward will be that desire to improve as a person. So ask yourself, am I really unhappy with certain things about myself or with certain things that I'm doing? Is there something that I'd really like to improve or do I just think it'd be nice if things were different? Because there is a huge difference. If you're truly unhappy with something, you will be motivated to take that step towards change, even if it's just with a little push. But if it's just the lingering thought and the desire for change is not strong enough, you're just going to brush off those steps towards change. You need to decide how important it is to you to improve, to evolve, and to grow. Now, a little bit of a backstory. I remember when I was 19 and I had a terrible relationship with food. It involved disordered eating and a terrible mindset towards body image and food and exercise. I mean, I was just completely obsessed with it all. And although I knew my approach was extremely unhealthy, I didn't want to change. And I didn't want to tell anybody. I didn't even know that I needed help because in my mind, the satisfaction of having my body look a certain way was so high that I was blinded by the side effects that what I was doing was causing. Now, this went on for about three to four months in secret before I started to realize how unhappy I was. And that's also when the people around me started to realize as well. I was skipping out on dinners with friends and constantly thinking about this healthy lifestyle to the point where I couldn't even focus on school, which I was in at the time, or my relationships or any social life really. So once I opened up about it and realized it was an issue, that's when I started my healing process. Even if my parents, let's say, had found out what was going on and told me that it's not right, that things needed to change, if I was still in that mindset where I didn't care because this is what I wanted, my quote-unquote dream body, that I wouldn't be able to heal myself unless forced to. And luckily, I'm very easily influenced, so it really only took a few long talks with my family to help guide me towards my first step for change. And for whatever situation you're in, it doesn't have to be a huge rut. You can be living life and very content with it, but still feel like you have room for improvement. Once you've recognized this feeling and it's translated to taking that next step, that's when the self-discovery stage comes in. 
Now, self-discovery and self-awareness are tied in with each other and I think are probably the most important things when it comes to self-improvement because without the two, you won't be able to recognize your strengths and weaknesses and areas that you'd like to evolve in. Without that level of understanding of where you're at in life and where you want to be in life, you won't be able to set out specific goals and action plans to get to where and who you want to be. Now, it's okay to not know who you are as a person, and it's okay to not have a developed identity, but if you don't, you need to make it your number one priority to learn more about yourself, your wants, and needs as a person. This can be a lifelong thing you engage in. I still undergo identity changes as a result of a change in my wants and needs all the time, but as long as you get in touch with where you currently are and just even point out a couple of things that you know are areas for improvement, then you already have a starting point for your self-improvement journey. You might be wondering, okay, well, how do I get to know myself better? And to that, I say, spend some more time alone away from the screens, away from the judgment of others, away from society's expectations of you. And this can simply be a hike alone, reading at the park, meditating in your room, taking yourself on a solo date, taking an extra long shower. The list goes on. Literally any space where you feel safe and comfortable with just your own self. This will give you that opportunity to self-reflect and have deeper thoughts. And even another great way is utilizing journal prompts to get to know yourself. I do that all the time because there's going to be questions that you never thought to ask yourself. So it can really get you thinking. I use the 365 day journal and let me tell you, it has brought me to tears at some points because as you get thinking about your responses to these questions, it digs out past memories and traumas that you never thought you had, which can be super liberating to connect the dots and realize, okay, this is why I am the way I am because of this, because of my past experiences. So now that I know this, let's improve that. And once you have a solid idea of where you're at, where you want to be, you can finally take that next step and think about the lifestyle changes and habits you'd like to implement. Even if you have one thing that you know for sure is something you'd like to improve, you can start with that and then the rest of the self-discovery process will come along the way. I know myself, I'm still learning new things about myself every single day and sometimes the things I thought were once important to me a year ago are just not my priorities anymore and that's okay. Our life is meant for self-discovery, especially in our 20s, and if you're constantly undergoing these identity changes as a result of your wants and needs changing, that is a good thing. That is a signal for growth. So you're ready for change. What do we do next? I'm sure you've heard of this tactic before, and if you haven't, I'm going to tell you exactly what helped me solidify my self-improvement journey. And just to backtrack to give you a little bit of a background, I first started my self-improvement journey when the pandemic first hit in March of 2020. And before this, I was working on my mindset in terms of my relationship with food and exercise, but March of 2020 is when I really was ready for change and growth and... I was just unhappy with certain things in my life and things that I was doing and even the way that I was thinking. But my number one mistake was that I thought I could wake up one day and implement all these changes that I wanted to make. I mean, it does sound nice in writing and just saying it out loud, but in reality, it's not sustainable and it won't be successful for the majority of people. That's just not how our brains work. 
And so guess what happened? After a few days to a week, I was back at square one, exactly where I started. I was striving for a healthy, intuitive diet, home workouts, waking up early, reading, minimal to zero screen time, keeping my room clean. There was a million things on my list that I thought I could fix overnight, but it didn't work. And I'm here to tell you the approach that actually worked for me and what I think you should do as well if you want to see real changes in your life. So you're going to sit down with a pen and paper and jot down all the things it is you want to change or improve and be mindful of the ones that are dependent on others. For example, if you want your body to look a certain way, that's going to be dependent on your exercise habits, which needs to come first. So you have this list and whether it's long or short, you're going to choose one thing on that list that is most important to you and you're going to circle that one thing. You're going to take a new shade of paper and rewrite that one thing at the top of the page and follow with an action plan for how to achieve that one thing. So for example, you want to wake up earlier. Your action plan could be a three to four month timeline where in the beginning you focus on shifting your alarm to be half an hour earlier every week. Then towards the middle, you can work on pushing through the mental and physical struggle of actually waking up at that desired time and making it happen as often as you can until it becomes a habit. And then towards the end, it should almost become second nature to you. Um, And it should feel fairly easy as you've done it enough times where your body has adjusted and has become part of your routine. So once you've implemented this habit, you can now cross it off your list and move on to the next thing that is most important to you that you'd like to change or improve. And you're going to repeat this process until you've created the life of your dreams. It sounds cliche and it can take years of work and I'm even still in the middle of creating the life of my dreams, but I'm still using this tactic today because it's the most effective way of actually making changes. Once you've set yourself up to start your journey, there's one thing that I believe is so important to remind yourself every single day. And that is the fact that growth is not linear. It would surely be nice if we could set our minds to one thing and make that thing happen, right? But we're only human and we have off days and contingencies happen where we have to readapt, readjust, and redirect our path towards our goals. I can't tell you how many times I've had to either tweak my action plan or continue where I left off because either there were changes in my schedule due to external factors or because I was in a bad mental state and motivation and discipline weren't enough to get me out of that rut. But I picked myself back up and continued where I left off when I was ready. I didn't start over and that's important to know because all the things you did before you hit a road bump, it doesn't just get erased. You still reap the benefits of all you did when you first started. So you can pick up where you left off with the knowledge and lessons learned from the obstacles you had to face. Let's say you don't hit any obstacles along the way and you're just following your action plan, but you seem to plateau. That is okay. Of course, you're going to see the most growth towards the beginning and that's because you're making behavioral changes. You're making lifestyle changes. You'll be doing things differently. So because it feels new, it's going to feel like you're making the most progress at the beginning stages of following along your action plan. One day you'll feel on top of the world, like you're making the right changes and like you've improved. And another, you might engage in self-doubt and wonder if the feelings of discomfort are worth it. It is all normal. Just be aware of those thoughts and those feelings and remind yourself growth is simply not linear. You'll have good days and bad, and whatever it may be, you're going to redirect yourself towards the right path forward. 
So to recap, the first step is the desire to evolve. Second step is going to be self-discovery and raising self-awareness. And third is making a list and picking one thing and one thing only to improve on. And lastly, reminding yourself that growth is not linear so that if you do fail, you pick yourself back up and move forward. Now, this is not some concrete list that I got off the internet. This is just something that has worked for me. And these are the steps that I've recognized I had to experience in my self-improvement journey. So I am sharing them with you guys. And I really hope that they do work for you guys as well. Everyone's journey is going to look different. So keep that in mind when you do want to begin your self-improvement journey. That is a wrap. I do hope you guys enjoyed the first episode. If you did, please leave a review. Your feedback means so much to me. And I'm actually going to be doing monthly giveaways where a random person will be selected from those of you who did leave a review. And the winner will be announced on upcoming episodes. If you do want an extra entry into the giveaway, make sure to share this podcast or episode via socials and tag me at parmasnajmi. And if you've made it this far, I appreciate you so, so much. And I can't wait to chat with you again in next week's episode. Episode. Lots of love, Parmas.